it has been too long. It has been far too long. But our old talk is finally back. After just under two years. My voice has changed a lot. RSCS has changed a lot. There's a lot more regions. There's a lot of things that have happened. So I am back. Still without my good companion Josh. But I am back. To tell you. All about it. So first we're going to start off. By quickly brushing over. Uh, Mina. Which if you don't know. Uh, is Middle East and North Africa. New region to this season. What we're going to do. Is since when I'm recording this. At 10 past 9 local time in Europe and Mina for some reason uh, this weekend are doing Thursday and Friday it's only two days and they started it today on Thursday I'm just going to brush over it quickly I'm not going to go through it fully because I already know what happened in Mina as I'm watching this because I'm, I'm watching it whilst I'm recording this but I've done the predictions beforehand but I kind of still feel guilty about going like oh I've done these you have to believe me guys if they are right so i'm just going to brush over them not going to go fully in depth like i am going to with um apac although i don't really know much about apac as well as oce and na where i'm more suited to because i know more about them so for me what have we got well i'm really looking for a falcons esports which was Sandrock, ex Sandrock Gaming, Sandrock Gaming when they got released, now Falcon Esports. I'm really looking for them to just have a full blown upper bracket run up to the final against O1 Esports, which was old Falcons Esports. So, top two teams in MENA, pretty much looking for them to run through the rest of the bracket. Um, Empty and Sykes, Sykes, sorry, uh, also looking for them to have good top six kind of performances along with anchor and kings i feel like those are kind of solid top six and then the rest is kind of up for grabs i've got onks onks oinks no idea onks oinks no idea you have to tell me uh onks ravens and mythical in seventh and eighth i feel like just looking at their rosters they're the kind of teams that if someone's going to drop an opportunity, they're the ones that are going to pounce on that. And I feel like if they keep their structure and they don't panic under pressure when they're playing against some of these upper teams, they might cause an upset. Uh, looking down 9th to 12th, I've got 25 esports, Knights Gaming, Berserkers, Twisted Minds. Uh, really just don't think these rosters are very strong. I think there's quite uh, a distinct top part of the region and then it's kind of starts to get a bit subdivided but again if these teams hold together hold strong under pressure they might be able to cause a couple upsets here and there and then knocking out in the first round if you didn't know obviously double six uh, 16 team double elimination bracket so lots of chances uh cola miracle makers triple esports and spoilers i really just don't have much belief in them obviously seeing this uh a lot of them i haven't seen much of and i don't know what to expect if they pull off an upset fantastic oh i would love it 
this would be fascinating obviously this sounds like i haven't been watching mina i've just tuned in so i have absolutely no idea what's going on right now i haven't looked at the bracket but you know we do as we say and this is what I'm saying these 9th to 16th i really think these are teams that could cause an upset if they hold themselves together but i just don't see it likely to, at the moment especially as we're so far into the season i feel like teams are solidly prepared especially after the break okay so now moving on to apex south again another region that i don't feel like i know a lot about so i am again just going to quickly skim through it but i am going to mention some of the results a bit more closely in detail instead of just running through the tables and where i think people will finish again these kind of minor regions of apac um, and mina and sub-saharan africa i feel like i still need to get to grips with watching their scene and stuff and more than just knowing the top teams to really have a very strong opinion on their region so um we're gonna look a bit closer in on the bracket but not massively because i still want to get this over and done with quickly and i don't want to last too long talking about stuff that i don't really know a lot about so saying that um i think again like i expect in uh mina i feel like gaming gladiators and aha uh -huh, really need to be the kind of teams to show their presence go far through the bracket um i would be disappointed if i didn't see those two teams face each other in the upper finals i feel like they kind of cemented themselves away from the rest of the region but obviously, if there was an upset that happened, like NSF or Meta Power, who I feel are top contenders against these guys as well, as well as a couple others, maybe Asia, Asia Manji showing up here and there, maybe Godspeed Shogun. So, you know, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't not want an upset, but it would be out of the ordinary if these two teams didn't make upper finals against each other, as well as grand finals. Speaking of NSF and Meta Power, I actually have them um, making upper semi-finals against Gaming Gladiators and AHA, uh -huh, as well as playing each other in the lower semi-finals. Uh, I feel like these are the teams that could cause an upset, but I also... Well, I have to see more from them before I start to believe in their project, but I feel like they've got the potential there. And in when we get to upper finals, aha, just about beating out gaming gladiators, in my opinion. I feel like that's a very tight series, and I feel like those two are definitely going to cement themselves and in this region. And I feel like this is going to be the couple teams that are really going to try to push APAC further up that point and say, we are here, we do know what we're doing, we're going to go to a land, we're going to go to Worlds, and we're going to show what we're made of. Kind of unlike what they've done so far. We'll have to see. I'm waiting for them to prove themselves. I believe they can prove themselves, but we'll have to see. So, then when we're going to the Grand Finals, I've got Gaming Gladiators and a hard to meet again. Uh, a bracket reset from Gaming Gladiators, that would be nice to see, but then I think it'll be a Game 7, Game 6, very tight again. These two teams, as I say, they are very, 
well matched in my opinion but i think our hug comes out just on top as gaming gladiators will have to go through lower bracket finals and they're going to be playing a lot of rocket league beforehand and i feel like they're going to start to tie themselves so speaking of winning i've got aha in first and then gaming gladiators following up in second then NSF and Meta Power third and fourth. As I say, I feel like these are the teams that could push Eha and Gaming Gladiators, those top two. But I also feel like they're not quite there yet. That's kind of the same for Astronic Esports and Asian Manji, who I've got in fifth and sixth. But I feel like they're just a bit lower down than Meta and NSF, as well as Atlas Gaming and Leftovers in seventh and eighth. Now I feel like. 5th to 8th is very tight and it could go a lot of places and anything could happen. Again, like Mina, if a team holds themselves strong, doesn't fold under pressure, I feel like they can upset those top 4 teams or those top four two, or those top 2 teams and really cause a problem for them. Now, looking at 9th to 12th, I've got Godspeed, Shoguns, uh, Dark Rift Esports and Origin Gaming. These are all teams that I believe um, are very close. I do believe that a lot of them are quite close to getting those top 8 finishes. But I feel like there are a couple missing pieces from their gameplay. And I would like to see that before I put them into the top half of results. Lastly, 13th to 16th, I've got um, Asphyxes Minions, Triple Java, Friendly Fire Esports and Team Power Cuts. And I just feel like these teams, most of them, open qualified teams, haven't watched a lot of them, so I can't put a lot of belief into them. But as I say, open to anything, really excited to see some new teams in the regions, and it will be exciting to see what they do. So now, over to our good buddies at OCE, 12 hours ahead of me, and um, unfortunately for me, they didn't release the brackets until quite late in the week. So it's hard to kind of record podcasts uh, early for this, which is why this is quite a late release and why Mina has already started. Now, OCE, I've been watching OCE for about five, four or five seasons, but a lot of the teams are new, especially of the 16 teams. It's been a long time. It's been very interesting to see the progression of the region, especially since season nine. So I feel like I'm more educated on this region to have an opinion, but still take it with a pinch of salt until we get to, you know, places like NAE who I really think that I know more about what I'm talking about. Now an interesting thing to note here is that Ground Zero uh released their roster. Um I'm not quite sure on what the thing is there. What's I think it was just a mutual release and both people having different you know um, wanting to go different places teams that uh, stayed together they went to uh use this use our bad and they literally like six hours ago as i'm recording this they got picked up by uh power the australian or grand by lachlan the fortnite youtuber and um his time he's finally moving over to get a good roster probably one of the best in oce history or at least at the moment, and um, they'll be really interesting to see how Power are doing their first regional. Obviously, the team, the team as the players aren't new, but as an organisation that's new, and maybe the players have been disrupted by the changes. But I have high belief for them. 
So speaking of that and new teams, uh, Attack of the Invisible Ninjas, who used to be Canberra Havoc back in season eight, season nine, they mark their return. Uh, I, I believe that the old roster has returned, or at least it looks pretty similar. Okay, thanks. That was a motorbike. Um, I believe that the roster has returned, or at least it looks pretty similar. And it will be really interesting to see how they match up forming back. I think they really move around the region a lot and they always tend to find themselves back together, which is really interesting as I feel like those players are kind of like fullbacks on each other and they know each other well and they know how to play together because they made worlds, obviously. And that was impressive for a team like them back in those days or well, in season nine where Renegades and Ground Zero or Chiefs were very baffling it out for the top and no one could really touch them uh additional people that are new are kansas city pioneers dire wolves team bliss i mean these are all just incredible teams that have never been around before and this new format of rcs has really opened it up to all these new players and given them so many new opportunities it's really nice to see and I really believe in some of these squads. Kansas City Pioneers, you know, they went to LAN. Um, obviously, you could say a bit of like with Sandrock Gaming pulling out and then making it through the playoffs and not actually winning a series. But I believe that they are very young. You know, they have some great players in this squad. The LAN experience will help them build on their skills. Playing against those better opposition like Dignitas, Space Station... Uh, I believe they played against Reno Vitality at some point. That that will really push this team forward. And I'm looking forward to seeing how they do this weekend. Speaking of them doing well this weekend. I've actually... Uh, I've got them to come second overall. I think Power will edge them out in first. Followed by Kansas City Pioneers and Direwolves in third. With Attack of the Invisible Ninja in fourth. I feel like there's a very good solid top six top seven in oce and i'm really looking forward to watching them this weekend it'll be really exciting to see how um the regional plays out and you'll see that i haven't mentioned renegade yet uh, i've actually got them joint fifth slash sixth with team bliss i feel like they're gonna have a couple stumbles maybe a bit reminiscent to the end of last split i'm just seeing them out of form at the moment i haven't watched a lot of them haven't had a lot of time haven't seen them playing a lot of major tournaments and i just don't have the belief in them at the moment would really look i would really love it if they could prove me wrong and show and return back to where they were before. But at the moment. I'm basing it off what I've seen. And they're going to be 5th. 7th and 8th. I've got Antic Esports and Eclipse Esports. These are teams that could push. Against Renegades and Team Bliss. But I feel like at the moment. Their roster is just lacking a bit. Ninth to 12th. I've got Dunlock Esports. Kakaz Minions. Rent Free. 321s. I mean some really creative names. You know, see, these are great names, guys. Keep them up. Um, it's really interesting to see how the region develops, especially with new rosters, new teams, people that I wouldn't have known before uh, this new format in RCS with the 16 teams. It used to be only be eight. 
and it's really interesting to see how the region has developed since this new incoming system. And I really look forward to seeing some of these teams. Obviously, I don't expect a lot from them, not watched a lot of them, not heard of a lot of them. But I'm really looking forward to how they play. 13th to 16th, I've got Tissy, uh, Physicists, The Kibbles and Temp. Again, Physicists and The Kibbles, great names, keep them up guys. But I'm just not seeing a lot from their rosters and I'm open to surprises. But these teams are quite low in open qualifiers against each other. And I feel like they're just going to have a bit of a problem trying to keep up with the momentum and the other fast pace of those top teams, which will put them in lower bracket. And then they'll struggle a bit against those mid-pack teams. So the final region of the day, we have gone through this quickly. From now on, I promise that the podcast will be longer. I don't have a lot of time at the moment. It's late. I'm watching Mina. I've got places to be, things to study. But I'm done with excuses. The only excuse I want to hear is why Space Station isn't top of NA leaderboard. I'm joking. I'm a Space Station fanboy. I'm joking. But I have done this properly. I haven't put them to be unrealistic. And I'm also looking forward to seeing NRG. I know that Musty tweeted about a rotational roster as well as Garrett G said that on stream. Obviously, that might just be me being gullible or the community being gullible. That hasn't been confirmed yet, or I haven't seen anything that's actually an official source confirming that, like the NLG themselves. But I'm going to take their word for it, and I believe that Musty will be playing in this weekend's regional. Which is why I don't think they will do as good as they can. But it'll be interesting to see a content creator finally there in RCS, people that a lot of people, someone that a lot of people watch and really um, interact with the community. It'll be really nice to see, and it'll be a good change for once. So, moving on from that, and to the predictions, I've got an easy run for G2. I mean, G2 up until the upper finals. I feel like they've got some good games going for them. You know, Friends, then Team Envy or Complexity. I've actually got Team Envy to do quite badly this regional, because I feel like the run of games don't sue them. You know, new roster, Turbo Benched, of course. I mean, Roster Mania has been ridiculous. There has been so, so much stuff going on. You know, Atomic, I believe it was... um, put back into the main roster, could be wrong, Turbo Pulsar though, being benched, I mean, benching the four-time world champion, I mean, it's a bold move, we'll see if it pays off for them, um, obviously, some really interesting moves for Ghost, Xset, United, I'm, and Sonics, I'm really looking forward to, uh, seeing if those teams can make the next couple of regionals and how they will perform against these other teams maybe causing up a couple of upsets haven't seen them being played a lot so maybe top teams will be used to their play style it'll be interesting to see as the split progresses but in general i've got the top teams being the top teams couple upsets here and there i have got the susquehanna sonics to beat rogue in the opening round i've also got uh Oxygen to come out against Charlotte Phoenix and make it a tight game for Space Station in the quarterfinals. I've got Complexity to beat G2, uh, to beat Envy in the round one, sorry. I've got um, 
I have got G2 to beat NRG in the semis. FaZe Clan to have a tight game with Space Station in the semis as well. In the lower bracket, I've got Oxygen to play Susquehanna Sonics and barely come out with it. Complexity against Rogue, again, very tight game. In the lower quarterfinals, I've got NRG versus Oxygen. And I feel like that will be an, an almighty game. That will be the best game in the regional if it happens. I mean, these are these are great teams. Top 8, top 6 teams in NA are some of the best of the best. They are really thrilling to watch. They are really interesting to watch. Really good to see how the region develops, especially with transfers over the cast. Literally like year and a half. And the way that the region has developed as it has with complexity as well. Can they reinstate themselves as a top team? They fell off a bit last split after having an amazing full split. They fell off in the winter split. Can they return that, that form in the spring split? I believe so. I've got them coming 5th and 6th. 5th slash 6th in the lower quarterfinals losing up to Space Station. Space Station being in on in the lowers, getting beat out by G2 in the lower finals, unfortunately, though, with a bracket reset in the grand finals between FaZe and G2. Got G2 to win the first series, but then FaZe kind of walk away with the second, as G2 is a team that gets easily tired when they've played a lot of games. So, I've got FaZe Clan to win, so what does that mean for the full standings? Well... Space Clan first, G2 second, Space Station third. I really want to see how well they bounce back from that unfortunate loss against Team Queso in the land and see if they can keep up the momentum that they had there in the land. As well as that, I've got NRG barely missing out on top three after losing to Space Station in a tight series to come forth. I feel like Musty is going to take a while to adjust to the play styles and he might not quite be there yet but it'll be interesting to see and hopefully he proves me wrong. I've got Oxygen Gaming and Complexity in 5th and 6th. I feel like these are teams that really have asserted themselves over the past um season obviously in different splits oxygen last split was the kind of complexity of the full split you know these two teams that out of nowhere have kind of shot up into top eight top four contention top six every single regional and it's really nice to see seventh and eighth bit of an upset here you could have swapped them with ninth and tenth which is team envy in version one um but in seventh and eighth i've got susquehanna sonics and rogue this i'm really um Pushing it around with 7th to 12th. Any of these spots could change. It's such a competitive region. But I feel like there's just a slight divide. Between the top 6. Uh, top 6, 8. And the rest of the region. So I'm really looking for a team to staple themselves. Into that top half of the region. 9th to 12th. As I said I've got Envy. Version 1. Ghost. And Charlotte Phoenix. I feel like. They are going to have a field day against some of these teams that are made for open qualifiers towards the bottom of their rankings. Which, speaking of, in 13th, they've got All Mid. Uh, 14th, they've got Acru. And then Axel Accelerate and Friends rounding out the bottom of the standings. As I say, NA and OCE 
possibly even Mina and APAC are going to have been so fun to watch over the past half year, plus a year and a half for the two that have been there for a while. And it's been so exciting to see how the region has developed, how the rosters have changed, and just the whole community coming together as a whole to make this as the event of Rocky League and RCS events, especially as they are. And I'm really looking forward to seeing how this season progresses and how the split progresses. Yeah, that has been the return of our real talk. Placeholder name for now, possibly. Maybe a new name soon. But this is our real talk and jams signing over and out. And uh, we'll see you next time. And this time we won't have a two year break. <laughs>